Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week I am an officer of muddy, massively unkept, unkempt, dirty dogs. Yahoo! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we took them, we, I took them for a walk today. And it had rained, but it had stopped raining. Um, like, it had stopped. It There was no rain. It was just gray and, you know, it was so, a oh, lovely... So lack of rain. Lack of rain, totally. <laughs> Walking, getting their energy out, avoiding the geese, all the things you need to do with these dogs. And we made it to this trip, because I'm up at the lake, and most of the, the like, the first the first road is, like, it's a paved, it's a road road. But then we started moseying around through some of the cottages. And normally mm-hmm. those roads are like, they're like, they're not paved, but they're like hard packed earth, right? Like they're packed. And between, I guess, some of the cottages are doing construction and with the like massive rain, that hard packed road was like mushy road, <laughs> mushy, muddy road. Like, seriously a good like centimeter or two of mush all over the place and the dogs were just like high stepping through it like <laughs> like, like they were just marching band boom 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 all the way through and i'm trying to gingerly walk through without sliding and breaking my ankle but they had a ball so they are now nice. yeah 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 squeaker is now a brown dog and <laughs> Murphy is a browner dog. (laughs) (laughs) Murphy, however, listened. As soon as we came in, I was like, sit, sat. And I was able to towel him off. And he was like, really good. And Squeaker was like, boom, 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 up on the couch. And then to the other end of the couch. And then into her bed. And then from her bed, jumping up into the chair. And then jumping over onto the other chair. And then back to the couch. She got every single surface possible. So she's less brown than she was. The rest of the <laughs> the rest of the cottage, however, has a nice patina of of, of dust and dirt. Dry. Gotta make up for the other one behave, not put getting any mud anywhere. So you know. Uh, I know. Work totally. of two. She's like Murphy's not gonna get dirt over. I'm I've got yeah, I've got work for two here. Yeah, you gave him extra work. It's your fault. <laughs> totally. And she took to it, man. Boom. Nice. Yep. That's me. Muddy, 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 muddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. My, mine's much simpler. Uh, and it's not just because I kind of forgot. Um, but in uh, in honor of the issue, of course, um, I am an agent, <laughs> agent of docs. Don't offer oh, extra. <laughs> <laughs> That totally works. I am doing the bare minimum on this one, folks, and that's okay because uh, um, we are uh, in the planning for those who, uh, um, well, no, it's no, we're not in the planning. We already did it. It was awesome. Yes, it was great. Mm-hmm. Well, you all remember our crossover from last week, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Don't pull that oh, curtain. Yeah. Don't pull that curtain back. <laughs> oh, I'm a tug at that curtain. Um, but anyway, so there we go. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, lots of good stuff happening, folks, on all parts of the feed, because, uh, um, I mean, you know, the signpost of this, you know, this is we're into uh, into the else worlds. Um, and as you know, we're going to be heading towards zero hour very soon. Yes. And oh, yes. zero hour. There are no hours. Like zero. zero. Yeah, yeah, it is. It it is all uh, starting over again, and uh, and we will see it all. But we won't be rebooting, folks. We'll just uh, we'll rebel against that. (laughs) Totally, totally, Uh, totally. Fight the power. Yes. Yes. Well. Um, Al, and unlike Paul, I definitely remember my act to do an acronym before and did not do it in the last five minutes. Definitely. <laughs> so I'm Al, and I am fighting against the agents of P, pissing everywhere. 
Ew. Oh dear. <laughs> so our bigger one, bigger dog Sammy, has a bit of an anxiety issue at times, and sometimes that comes out of him all of a sudden needing to pee. And when I say he needs to pee, I mean as in all of a sudden he jumps up, starts running around, and there's a little trail because he's trying to hold it in, but he can't really. So we realized that yesterday when he, after he ran back and forth to the kitchen in the living room. I'll come up and join you, okay? And so I had to take him up back and let him pee out a river. Um, door. <laughs> well, my wife was door, inside please. cleaning up his mess. My door. Close it, please. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Are you? Are you? Oh, you were hearing me for the whole time. It means my <laughs> mouth totally. not correctly, correctly routed. <laughs> oh my! Well, that's embarrassing. That's okay. We get to see into the life of a parent. All the curtains pulled back. <laughs> Every single All one, open and wide. <laughs> that's right. That is yeah. correct. Well, most importantly, my door did get closed. So, uh, so there we go. Sorry, guys. Oh I. Uh, no worries. All right. Uh, no worries. All righty. So we got an Elseworlds annual. Yes. This is such a fun concept. Mm. They had fun with this one, definitely. They, I mean, this issue especially, but I wish DC would like just pull out an Elseworlds every once in a while. I mean, they really rammed it into everything with this like summer annual crossover thing, but, but. I mean, don't it doesn't they still, mean that it's not a good idea. Yeah, but I mean, don't they do them? Just don't call them Elseworlds. I mean, Injustice, DC vs. Vampires, Deceased. Yeah, they're I still guess. doing. Yeah, they're still kind of doing it, aren't they? I guess um, that's true. I mean, they're all Elseworlds. They just don't and, call them Elseworlds. But well, but speaking of which, and I, I picked up over the weekend. Um, there's a uh, Tales of the Dark Multiverse. Oh yes. And so it's basically, you know, it's like they do um, the death of Superman, they do Nightfall, they do, um, uh, what's it called, um, uh, Judas Contract. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Blackest Night. And so they give us sort of, you know, alternate universe versions of those stories. Um, what I really like um, about the, uh, the uh, Blackest Night one is you get a lot of Lobo in that one. Oh, oh yeah. Right. So uh so yeah, it's all about the main man. And um you know, as he tries as he's been charged with getting uh uh Dove across the universe to Tacon Galtos. And um and uh, I'm, I haven't finished it yet, so I'm not sure why. Uh but but anyway, <laughs> uh that one's a fun read. The others, eh, you know, the yeah. the, the uh the alternate take on Nightfall, um where it's like uh, um, uh, you know, uh, it it's just not right, and it's like, wow, that's uh, you know, th- this was th- that was definitely uh, Scott Snyder phoning it in, um, and, <laughs> and, um, and you know, like like high quality writers on all of them, but it's like, wow, that wow, uh, I, w- I expected better, mm-hmm. but the uh, the Judas Contract one, Blackest Night so far are 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 quite good and uh and there's inf- oh infinite crisis as well um is it oh yes is in there yeah, yeah yeah i think the reason i mean I, they just changed the time obviously they just changed what they call it you know imaginary story else world yes in the dark multiverse although it it sounds like with these ones now the current ones they're trying to going more in the what if territory since, since it seems like for the most part what yes. if was like what if this specific event this one thing changed and else worlds was just like Hey, what if Batman was a cowboy? Yeah, yes. you're absolutely right. That is the big difference. Is that yeah, yeah? It's like what if um, uh, or yeah, you know, it's the what if uh, where it where it turns on a particular quanta in the uh, in in the plot, uh, where what if this part didn't happen? What if yeah. Sinestro didn't share the white power ring? What if um um, you know, Lois decided decided she was pissed off enough about. Uh, <laughs> um, Superman getting killed that uh, that she decided to get power for herself. What you know, all these sort of uh, what if um, uh, uh, Batman was unable to um, to stop uh, Azrael and 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 it all went further. It, it's you know that's all that's all what if territory. And I guess the um, um, the other uh, 
sort of side of that coin is like because a lot of elseworlds ended were were originally at least um whole concepts yeah so it was like what if um you know what if batman came about in um you know around uh jack the ripper times what if uh what if um the waynes found uh kal-el's uh ship yeah yeah yeah. what if what if kal-el landed in time for the world of worlds yeah what yeah exactly what if um um what if Bruce Wayne got the uh, got uh, is the guy that I've been sir picked? And, exactly. Uh, and, and he also was, and he was Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think the difference. I think maybe the reason they're changing it now maybe is because the one way seems is at least initially more marketable. Because I mean, you're going, you have two things going. It's like, oh look, it's Batman and Nightfall. You know, you have yeah. the. You know, the name recognition, like, we're talking about, you know, final, you know, now we're talking about uh, Blackest Night or, you know, Judas Contract. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they they, they took big swings, right? Um, you know, like sort of key, you know, favorite events over of the last 30 odd years. And yeah. um, uh, 40 odd in, uh, in the case of uh, <laughs> Judas. Actually, Judas Contract was the oldest one. Right, because the others were uh, were all like '90s and above, and uh, Judas Contract was early '80s. So there you go. But um, yeah, I mean, th- it's a fun concept, and I and I think this book, this of the an- of the annuals, I think a lot of them were fun. Um, you know, the Legion ones, I think, were both a lot, uh, you know, great fun. Um, this one, though, man, they they don't let up on it. <laughs> They no. do not. It's hilarious. They they take it to eleven here. Yes. I mean, Legionnaires was fun with the King Arthur thing, and I have to say, I did like the way they they managed. Like, I think the Legionnaire was the only one that they managed to somehow fit into continuity. Yes, Since it's story being told in between issues, so it's like, nope, it counts. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, it's a it's a good trick. <laughs> but this one, they just went off the rails. They're like, do what you want, and they're like, oh, we will. <laughs> Which is kind of what this book has often strived to be, you know, what with uh, the uh, being sort of the mainstream book that added Lobo as a as a regular character and that sort yeah. of thing. Yep, totally. All right, let's get into it because it is fun. Yes. All right, it's not even Legion ninety four. It is Legion 007. That's right, I mean, Agent of Docs. Yeah. In the, like, little indicia, it's Legion 94. But really, it's yeah. Legion 007. I love this cover, too. It's great. They yeah. were so lucky to get Mike McCone for, like, three or four annuals in a row. Like He, yeah, he's to be the, the go-to annual guy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, for Legion anyway. Which is impressive because some of those annuals they ended up with like the arts like, ooh, who did this? Yeah, exactly. That yeah, they ended up with the new kid. Uh, yeah. but the, these ones got McCone. <laughs> yeah, and he's awesome. Yeah. Awesome possum. Alrighty, who wants the first one? I'll take the first one. Okie doke. All right, July 4th, 1966. U.S. President William Sheldon and a few intimate friends commemorate 190 years of the American way. It is bracing to witness youth so consumed by constructive activity, Mr. President. Indeed, Generalissimo, despite the small vocal faction of beatniks and hooligans who grab all the uh, headlines, I find the majority uh, of our young people to be downright stimulating. Don't you agree, honey? Whatever. Relax, baby. Mix you a highball? Make it a triple. Mr. President, excuse me, sir, but a strange ship is approaching off starboard. It appears to be Vietnamese. <gasps> a, river, a riverboat at sea? Ha! What weed have you been smoking, mister? You better get below, sir, until we know more. Don't let it scare you, kiddo. Bunch of nervous Nellies. I know when I was, when I was in the Navy, we and uh, the uh, two... Um, uh, Secret Service agents get uh, get fazacked in the back of the head. <laughs> in the back and, of the uh, head. Yeah, that's not good. And then, 
and then we see a, a woman screams and then we see the camera lens and we see Lobo walk into the lens and then he sees the lens and he gets closer and he spits at it and, uh, <laughs> and then it comes down and it's really gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the attacker strikes surgically, neutralizing military and security personnel. Yo, hit the deck. Yes, Mr. President. Boom. Yes, Mr. President quickly leaving the commander-in-chief with no one to command. Suddenly, the frightened screams and laser bursts are broken by the staccato of an outboard motor. Um, oh, hang on. Uh, hammering and humming like a tough-sounding theme song played on electric guitar, but with an incongruous violin. <laughs> Someone knows their James Bond band. Exactly. Deft hands, yes. finger-responsive controls. Remorselessly dispatching twin shafts of thrusting death to the Marauder craft. <laughs> I think, uh, think we all know who it is. I think so. Yeah. Yep. All right, here we go. And um, and uh, yes, and then there is a quaboom. Ah, Hawk says this surfing guy with the big chain around his wrist. Nice day for a cookout. <laughs> and you see someone try to climb up. What? Hey, a wise guy, eh? As the guy gets up with his uh, knife in his mouth. And um, and he puts sticks it into Lobo's ankle. Because we know it's Lobo. Um, sorry, Kong. This here's a one-seater. Ooh-ah! And, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, oh, yeah. And then uh, he says, I guess you guys don't give up, do you? And the guy says, never. And he says, I guess I admire your drive, pal. And uh, as he sticks his uh, head toward the props of the boat and splutch and great tendrils of red uh, hit the water. Uh, but you got to wonder, what am I do to your head? Uh, hey, Prince, <laughs> prepare to be boarded. Your hero needs a drink. Who, who are you? The name's Lobo. The man from Legion 007, James Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> The spy who fragged me, brought to us by Ian Pyre, Oric <laughs> G. McCone, Scaramanga Fauché, Sean C. Workman, Felix L. D'Angelo, uh, Odd Job Tomasi, and Blofeld Raspler. Of course, <laughs> Raspler would be Blofeld. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't broccoli. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was surprised that we didn't get a cubby. Um, all right, um, and the first lady jumps on his back and says, uh, "Yeah, death to the hangdogs of imperialism, and to their heartless warmongering capitalist masters." Hey, nice mouth for a first lady. Whatever happened to beautify America? Don't use drugs. Maybe you just need a stiff belt. As he pours some booze in her in her face and then lights a lighter <laughs> to it. Whoosh! And a good smoke. There, drown your sorrows, ha! as he throws her into the water. And the president says, Honey, that wasn't your old lady, Prez. It was Dmitry Romanov, uh, Soviet master of combat and cross-dressing. Hope you didn't get too friendly. Uh... <laughs> I like the little blades on her shoe on the shoes. Yeah. On their shoes that popped out. So totally. With a snip. <laughs> um, Las Vegas, top floor. So, Mr. Giganti, you lied to me. You are not Cosa Nostra. You are, you are Legion. Let's see what else you can see. I'll strip search him. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I think you do. Rip. Is this what you're looking for, Mr. Crystal? And they pull like, um, it looks like a, kind of looks like a Game Boy, but, you know, probably more than yeah. just Twitter. <laughs> um, is this what you're looking for, Mr. Crystal Knight? Thank you, Pestilence. So, Mr. Giganti, you are a thief, as well as a liar, and soon a corpse. Oh, don't hurt him, Faust. How can I risk displeasing a pretty lady who can bake pies such as these? You are free, my friend. Go before I reconsider. I had hurried, jerk. What about my clothes? We like you this way. Faust, honey, why does that elevator button say up? We're in the penthouse, right? I'd explain, Miss Strata, but it's all so drearily technical. Wouldn't you rather make love to me? Whoosh, and off it, off it takes. And um, we have, we see someone uh, singing in the coffee uh, house, uh, Dominica, Dominica, scrunch, <laughs> as the uh, as the elevator lands in there on the, on her. Um, July fifth, swinging London. 
Angel Stealth, the girl from Legion, asks answers an urgent summons from Mr. D. <laughs> I'm with the band, love. Right, Miss Stealth, go right in. Hey, look at that one. Fab gear and boss. Give a room, mate. I hear she's hazardous to your elf. She thinks to herself, made it through without having to resort to violence this time. I guess the mashers here are learning. Now, if Mr. D hasn't changed the dance code, ah, it's working as she does uh, um, uh, <laughs> some sort of Watusi. Gyrating uh, <laughs> theme from Georgie Girl, dancing secret steps that activate the ingeniously de- desi- disguised lift that delivers her go. to Ethan's hidden headquarters. <laughs> Good evening, Miss Moonstruck. Go right in, Agent Stealth. He's waiting with <sighs> Agent Lobo. You're still carrying a torch for that slob, Xena? You deserve better, you know. But he's so suave, so kissable. Er, hey, Stealthy, want to sit on my lap? Hey, suave and, cri- and kissable. Maybe after I'm cremated. Ha, I dig this sexual tension routine we got going. Made all the more engaging by our witty banter. You mean like when you belch? Yeah, like when I... If you two are quite finished. We have some distressing business. Last night, Agent Gigantis was murdered. Took a nun with him, I'm afraid. The culprit is this man. Faust, Crystal Knight. An American hotelier and reputed blackmailer. That's his companion one, Holly Strata. Uh, Through his uh, hotel surveillance staff, Crystal Knight procured the only copy of a sensitive Soviet computer program known as Operation Mind Blow. Crystal Knight plans to ransom it back to Ivan, and the Russians seem willing to overlook his transgression and simply pay. They must be desperate for it, says Stealth. Doc says, so are we. You two will check into Hotel Crystal Knight. As man and wife, right? Ow, ow, she uh, (laughs) nails him in like that. And and retrieve Operation Mindblow before the Russians do. And what is this Operation Mindblow? Good luck, Mr. D out. Damn. And off they go to ordinance. Uh, Agent Stealth, right on time. Oh, sorry. Oh, Agent Stealth, right on time. <laughs> what have you got for me, back? Oh, you'll like these. Should you find yourself in an awkward situation, press this button and voila. Best used outdoors, of course. Crash. Um, of course. Uh, yeah, these are like uh, little jet heels. They have rocket uh, yeah. boots, right? On. Yeah, they, they put the... Uh, <laughs> They rocket the person into um, the ceiling. Uh, into the ceiling, basically. <laughs> this belt is fashionable and razor sharp. I urge you to sit carefully. The dress changes color to thwart identification, and I've fashioned a bulletproof bikini. And he slices um, a cucumber. Beck, why do all my secret weapons always have to be so effeminate? I mean, I'd like to ha- have a super fast flame throwing armored sports car, too. Gasp. It's low, 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 You don't like me, do you? Nonsense, Lobo. Of course I don't do. Well, try to show me my gear without puking this time. Of course, of course, of course. This cocktail shaker shoots shoots flames. Handy, I'd say. Not that it matters. The golf the golf bag conceals a machine gun. Shoots bullets from the gun. Uh, the motor scooter is, uh, am I going too fast? Uh, no, it's a rocket launcher. This is as he downs uh, a flaming <laughs> beer and uh, hits a can against his, his grape. Uh, burps. There's a dagger in this carton of say, uh, what, are you, what are you doing? And um, rip, rip, tear, tear, or split, uh, shred. Just cutting out some of the bull. You got a problem? You guys a big uh, a BFG <laughs> and uh, rocket launcher. Uh, so July 6th, Las Vegas. Welcome to Hotel Crystal Night, Moon Food. You will be in Suite 2525. That's, I'm sure, a reference to in the year 2525. Um, uh, Enjoy your stay. Der Bellhop will take your uh, luggage. Don't jostle the gear, toots. That's enough kill power to level this bird. Giggle. Hey, you're a bouncy little number, ain't you? And uh, he licks her face. And Yum. she giggles again. Go park my crap in the closet and your butt in the bed. I'll meet you after I get liquored up. Um, so Holly Strata betrays me, says Faust, as he watches this on the screen. And after I said such nice things about her pies, dip her. Oh. Mr. Crystal Knight? What? 
We've deciphered Mindblow. I think you'll find our report interesting. I see. Well, this changes everything. Yes, indeed. Cancel the meeting with the Soviets and find me a new girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, we cut to Lobo. I guess I should contact Stealth or something, but work's going to have to wait. Because right now the main man's ready. And when the main man's ready, uh, the main man himself, don't keep the main man waiting. Uh-huh. And he gets a boot to the face. Hey, beat it, girls. Why don't you hang around? Um, what's the matter? You, you too square to hang out in the main man's room? I didn't bother you when I wasn't in there. And um, and uh, they keep running away. And he says, all right, I'll tell you what, as he pulls the rug. And now they go through the window. I'll meet you on the ground floor. Ha. Hey, honey, I met your girl friends. And we see, yeah, that looks like Strata. Yep. Dipped in crystal. Yes. Fra- oh, nice. The fragging trademark of Faust Crystal Knight. Well, that and pie. Anyhow, that lump just made his fatal mistake. He cost James Lobo a good time. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. The casino has a no weapons policy. Yeah, well, James Lobo has a weapons policy. Which policy makes more sense to you? As he puts the gun up the guy's nose. Uh, why yours, Mr. Lobo? Perfect sense. Barkeep, give me a can of Tasty Whip. Chilled to 42 degrees Fahrenheit. Unshaken. Um, ah, you enjoy the nitrous oxide propellant, Mr. Lobo? You're obviously a man of cultivated taste. Yeah, and what are you? Faust Crystal Knight at your service. And this is my new paramour, Miss Nasty Good Tongue. <laughs> if you so much as, le- as leer at her, I will strap you to a table and bisect you with a laser. Yeah, well, cheers. And, um... Uh, get him to the to the bunker. Ugh. And we hear us sneaked. Um, quickly, we only have uh, 40 seconds before he returns to full consciousness. Faust, why didn't you test uh, Operation Mindblow on him? What a remarkable idea, Nasty. You're not at all like that weak, unfaithful Holly. Tell me, do you bake? Um, only for you, darling. Nasty, I think I love you. And we see Lobo down there. And Stealth is James. Ah, Mr. Lobo, back among the sentient, I see, as he's uh, chained up. Oh, dear, you do look uncomfortable. If you want the truth, Crystal Knight, this is the worst hotel I ever stayed in. Please, Mr. Lobo, withhold your opinion until after the evening's entertainment. For tonight, you will be the sole attendee at the world premiere of Operation Mind Blow, a computerized multimedia gestalt of strident guitar music and disorienting op art effects calculated to snap the civilizing bonds of Western culture and devolve man into his primordial state of ignorance and amorality. Think of it, Mr. Lobo. Theaters without Shakespeare, museums without Da Vinci, Top 40 Radio without Dean Martin. (laughs) Yes, reduced to the civilized world, reduced to a menagerie of howling animals in tight dungarees. Too consumed with lust to suspect they're being controlled by the cultural elite. Sounds like a party to me. Magnificent. How did the Soviets ever let this miracle slip through their clumsy fingers? Why don't you ask Dimitri here? What? Faust, don't listen to him. You mean you didn't know you was dating Dmitry Romanov, Soviet master of combat and cross-dressing? Or do you think the Ruskies sit back and let you keep their ultimate gizmo? I thought you, you thought you'd wipe your, my mind before I recognized you, right, Dmitry? No, I can't bear to have my heart betrayed once more. Faust, I can explain. They'll kill us both if I don't recover mind blow. And I couldn't bear to live if anything happened to her. And uh, he pulls a gun on her. We belong dead. Um, Faust she says I thought you loved me wrong sister he loves only pie and then stealth coming at the at the door don't tell me they're in there right shoot her bada 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 yow ping 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 bada 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 you should really see about getting some armor in those into those bikinis she says um, as she goes in James James are you in there and uh, she gets in there, and it is very um, yellow submarine. Lemon tree, <laughs> very pretty, and the lemon flower is sweet. Grok and A. Oh, but the fruit of the problem, of the poor lemon. Um, and uh, she gets in there, pulls out one of the tapes, it looks like. And uh, um, hey, baby. 
And then, um, oh, wait, wait, no, sorry. It's Hey Baby from uh, Faust. Are you into love? What? I'm into love. Hey, you're in lo- into love. I'm into love. Uh, James, you know what I'd love? Another light show. I love that light show. And he hits the destruct thing. Uh, smooth move, Lobo. I've got the mind blow device. You'll be, it'll be up to you to save yourself. Correct? Boom! And swinging London, July 8th. I think mind blow uh, rendered James even more maniacal than usual. Not even those chains could hold him anymore. Not that we'll ever know for certain. There was no trace of him in the rubble. It's a pity about Las Vegas and Agent Lobo, too, I suppose. I won't miss him, said Stealth, but I expected you to. He was my best agent. But his proclivities provoked certain administrative headaches. Why, he wouldn't even accept a license to kill. Enjoyed killing more without it. If his moral <laughs> sense had been further eroded by Operation Mindblow, who can fathom the depths to which he might have sunk? And he takes a drink and, uh, so baby, where was we before we was so rudely inter- near strata? Oh no. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he gets into bed beside her and, um, Falls asleep, let's hope. And falls asleep. (laughs) Yeah, he's snoring. He's snoring. The end. But James Lobo will be back in A View to a Frag. (laughs) Awesome. But wait, it is not done. There's more. There's more. We have the L-E-G-I-O-N archives. Right on. And we've got a little homage to Adventure 247, the cover of Adventure 247 with Silent Girl, Telepathy Lad, and Brainiac 2 are all hitting no on their buttons to, well, a Superman-ish type. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely an older um, Superman. There's no S on his chest, but he's pretty close. Yeah. So, uh, Brainiac 2 says, the quiz master on this 3Y game show just asked whether direct sunlight is harmful to Neptunian gem beasts. Let's enter our answers on the electro desk. And the Superman guy is saying, gasp, you're all correct, legionnaires. Gem beasts actually gain superpowers in direct sunlight. Add 100 solar dollars to each of your scores. And this is an Elseworlds retelling of the most disgusting event in L-E-G-I-O-N history by writer Edmund Hamelpire. (laughs) Penciler Kurt, Kurt Swan, Swan. And it really is Kurt Swan. Yes. Inker, Joseph Rubenklein. (laughs) (laughs) Letterer, Ira Costanza. Colorist, Johnny D.C. Angelo. Assistant editor E. Nelson Tomasi and editor Mort Raspler. <laughs> At this point, Mort, awesome. sorry, Kurt's just getting the stuff going, what the hell is this crap? Whatever. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's right. You tell me to draw it, I'll draw it. All right. Whatever. Who cares? It's a paycheck. I don't give a crap. All righty. So we move on here. After the L-E-G-I-O-N airs, tackle a series of increasingly difficult questions. Uh, The Superman host says, this astromagnet will rearrange the stars in an unpopulated galaxy to spell out the name of our winner. We'll restore them to their proper locations later. (laughs) Later. (laughs) Later. Later, later. And the winner is... Slowly, the distant stars assemble to spell the name of Brainiac 2. Naturally, his computer brain, says Telepathy Lad, makes him unbeatable. I could have acquired the answers by reading the Quizmaster's thoughts. But that would have been dishonest. And Silent Girl says, my power to dampen sound was useless here, but I had fun anyway. And Brainiac 2 says, joke! This is a dream come true. Donate my winnings to the Cairn Orphanage for sole planetary survivors. Each child who lives there is the last of a dead race. Some possess fantastic powers and could grow up to become legionnaires if raised properly. I would have chosen the same worthy cause. Me too. At that moment, deep inside a remote asteroid, a red 
genius secretly hatches a desperate scheme. And this is such a Kurt Swan alien. Slightly bulbous head, pointy ears. It's it's got Kurt Swan all over. Reap on while I Sciento. Sciento? And I like Sciento. Invent miraculous machines that are banned as unsafe, but not for long. As Sciento activates an eerie device. My gene lamp will revive the most menacing traits that evolution has bred out of them. Society will brand them as menaces and embrace me when I cure their condition. Wait, that strange sound. And we see the lamp. It's exploding. The seriously injured mastermind convulses in agony amid the wreckage of his own device. Choke. Suddenly, understand error of ways. Want to undo damage to Silent Girl, but it's too... Gasp. Late. Back at the 3V studio, the Legionnaires prepare to urgently depart. We've done our job for charity. Let's return to Secret Police Headquarters for our monthly meeting. Telepathy Lad turns back. Silent Girl. And she collapses. Oh, ho, ho. Silent Girl, what's wrong? Moan, just a brief tingling sensation. It's nothing. I hope so, but if it's really nothing, why is she shielding her thoughts from me? <gasps> a gasp. And soon the gallant heroes arrow through the skies above Cairn City. We legionnaires who can't fly under our own power are issued flight shorts to wear over our tights. <laughs> and we girls wear flight skirts. I wish I knew if Silent Crow is really okay. <laughs> There's Secret Police HQ, cleverly disguised as a giant working model of a ray blaster. Accelerate your flight gear. We always enter at invisible super speed to protect our headquarters' secret location. Only law-abiding citizens know where to find us. Those who turn to crime automatically forget, thanks to my mass post-hypnotic... Suggestion generator. <laughs> Presently, as the mightiest heroes in the universe assemble for their conference, and we get a classic Legion shot of the Legionnaires sitting at their at their meeting room with their little right behind their name tags. Which also <laughs> give powers. Got, which also give powers. Telepathy lads, super mind reading. Ghost girl, super intangibility. Brainiac 2, super intelligence. Silence Girl, Super Sound Dampening, Comet Boy, Future Brain, Crystal Queen, Super Hardness. <laughs> Ghost Girl tells everyone, let's review our accounts. Unlike other super teams, we do good deeds for financial reward. Where are the others? On vitally profitable missions, Ghost Girl, watch the space monitors. So we get the Legion space monitor, and we see... Various legionnaires involved in certain things. Observe, Lobo Lad is relocating Antarian Viper Men to containment camps for their own good. Last Quark <laughs> is destroying the evidence that could topple the rulers of Andromeda. I feel strange urges, thinks uh, Sound Girl. Silent Girl. Right, Silent Girl. While they're distracted, I'll slip away before I lose control. Largand is quieting Alpha Centaurian protesters with his heat vision. Ha ha ha, go get him, Largand. What do you think, Silent Girl? Why, why, she's gone. I was afraid of something like this, says uh, Telepathy Kid. After swooning at the 3V studio, she erected a mental barrier against my super telepathy, and now she's deliberately stolen away. She knows that concealing private thoughts is a violation of our code. Something is terribly wrong. We have to find her. Easy now. We'll split up and search the premises. Poor Brainiac 2. He cares deeply for Silent Girl, but the demands of Legion leadership prevent him from pitching woo. <laughs> Presently, Brainiac 2 hops into one of his little... Indoor yes. speed rocket. Indoor speed rocket, yeah. No time to recharge my flight shorts. This indoor speed rocket will have to suffice. 
Trembling with worry, Brainiac 2 streaks to the weapon's ring. Every second counts. If I'm too late, no, I can't even think about it. Not even with my advanced brain. So he goes to the Hall of Forbidden Weapons, and there's a choke inside. It's just as my superior intuition told me. I hear sobbing from inside. She's here. He opens the door. Silent girl, don't activate that sound barrier helmet. It will doom you to drift helplessly as an immaterial sonic wave forever. No. Once I become a vibration, I'll destroy myself with my sound-dampening power. Farewell, Brainiac 2, and she's about to put it on. But with a deft flick of his force orang, the Legion leader shatters the irreplaceable artifact. No! But don't you see? I must be stopped. I can't control the terrible urges churning inside me. Ah! <laughs> she screams and giggles. I will destroy you, Brainiac 2, after you romance me. What? <laughs> and she's going full on stealth now. <laughs> as, as you know, filtered through the 60s. Soon in a nearby corridor, I used the timoscope to search every past and future era. She hasn't fled to any of them. She's not in the mermaid aquarium. Ditto the shrunken solar system. I hear a horrible scream. That blood curdling scream. It's coming from the weapons ring wing let's go legionnaires and they get there and they find <gasps> jumping planetoid silent girl what what happened <gasps> telepathy lad i killed brainiac too choke mm -hmm. reading her thoughts to see if she's one of our enemies in disguise no it's really silent girl she's telling the truth and <gasps> there's more shocking news that's right telepathy lad choke you see before I murdered him, I, I made it with him. Ah. <laughs> Everyone is just staring at her, totally gobsmacked. Kurt <laughs> <laughs> uh, Swan is a master at facial expressions. That is just perfect. <laughs> Soon, we girls will scour the universe to find a way to resurrect Brainiac 2 while we boys construct a giant memorial to our slain comrade in case you fail. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like pounding rock, turning it into a, a lovely bust. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Legion's superhero dungeon, choke, we built this special cell to neutralize our powers in case we went bad. I never suspected that I'd be the first one confined here. Oh, the shame of it. Sob. The next morning, wake up, silent girl. We're going to Lightning World to reanimate Brainiac 2 using a strange, untested method. Our <laughs> women's intuition tells us you didn't really mean any harm. Help us revive him and you'll redeem yourself. Choke. Thank you, girls. And soon, under the crackling sky of Lightning World, these electrium rods are transmitting the lightning harmlessly through our bodies to revive our fallen comrade. Strange. I think we'd have to pay some terrible price for bringing him <laughs> back, like sacrificing one of our own lives. Not that I'm complaining. Oh, well. So we get to see the Lightning Lad resurrection through a slightly different lens. <laughs> and instantly, the electrical charge resurrects their formerly fallen comrade. Uh, silent Girl rushes over. Silent Girl? Yes, rushes over. I know you can never forgive me. There's no excuse for what I did. I hereby resign from Legion in disgrace. Don't blame yourself, silent girl. My 12th level brain intuits that you were fired upon by a gene lamp. I will not rest until I find a cure for your primitive urges. It would be futile to track down the lamp's unknown creator because its unstable core probably killed him just as he regretted his misdeeds. In the meantime, I deduce we will soon have a superpowered child. Will you marry me? <gasps> Choke. Yes. Oh, yes. And so, after several months of intensive preparation, we get a little robot. You may kiss the bride. Not mm -hmm. until you find that cure, Brainiac 2, she says, pausing his lips there. Everyone else is like, Choke. Isn't this beautiful? You bet, Crystal Cream. I wonder what superpowers their child will inherit. 
Only future L-E-G-I-O-N archives will tell, Comic Boy. The end. Uh, we know what he's going to get. He's going to get super dickery. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. No, Got to find somebody to control those women's urges. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now we have another story. We have another story. This one has a bunch. This issue has a bunch of stories. Totally. Born with fantastic powers and unlimited credit, the teens of L-E-G-I-O-N struggle to preserve peace throughout the universe and mend their broken hearts. Welcome to L-E-G-I-O-N 90210. Oh, Teddy I would totally watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Smallville? <laughs> I don't think that's quite the same. Yeah, <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee Spelling writer Brenda Pro... Parabek, ah, oh, Parabek, Penciler, yeah. Peach Pitburchett, Inker, Tori Taylor, Colorist, Gaspar, <laughs> Lettering. Gaspar's like, screw this crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready the letter, yeah. <laughs> Dylan Tomasi, Assistant Editor, Brandon Respler, Editor. <laughs> and we get our main Legionnaires. We got Strata, Lobo, Beck, Phase, Doc, Stealth, and Telepath, all in their best 90s beach gear. Yeah. Totally. And we start with Pulsar Stargrave on the beach. Mine at last. The key to controlling the universe. The ultimate murder machine. Always knew I'd find it in California. <laughs> oh, yeah, some kind of giant rocket-looking thing. Yeah. The Legionnaires show up. Oh, right, Stargrave. Wait, that's Beck probably. Yeah. Oh, right, Stargrave. Like, Legion's going to let you destroy every living being so you or your computer crowd can just take over. And FaZe swords and says, Whoa, that massive green muscle remind you of anyone's stealth? Wonder if he's as good in in some. Which is like, whoops, as good as what phase? Bed? As good as what? Did you sleep with Docs? I don't know what you're talking about. Liar! She slaps her. Lobo's like, hey, leave her alone. Stay out of this, Lobo. Oh, nobody even tries to take me seriously. Well, I've had it. Lobo, no. Meanwhile, Pulsar's in the back going, excuse me, I've got the doomsday bomb right here. Telepath tell him. Say, explaining, he's finally trying to reach out. Can't you say how hard it is for him? Or are you just all just concerned with yourselves? You, you're right. The big red button is the detonator. Stealth, I'm sorry. Don't touch me, you slut. <laughs> what is it with you people? And meanwhile, Faze and Stealth are still fighting. I don't know what happened with you and Docs, but when I find out, but I'll find out. And when I do, here's your chance. Just keep up the bitch act, and he's mine. And Doc's lands. Doc's, we have to talk. Sure, Stealth. Just as soon as we deal with Stargrave. Finally! Did you sleep a phase? Uh, say something. Oh, right. Ignore me. Crawl to your bottle, Doc's. Like, that's gonna solve anything. You've gotta leave me alone! You've got a problem, Doc's. Do you hear me? A big prop. Have it your way. I'll pack my things and be out in the morning. Stealth, wait, please! I love, I love you. Stop, stiff. And meanwhile, Beck is over scanning Pulsar. Ox, are we done? All cognitive processes disengaged. The man's completely stupefied. Passively witnessing our empty, albeit exaggerated melodrama has permanently addled him. Works every time. Hit high fives all around. <laughs> That's awesome. The end. Everyone walks away all happy. Totally. All right. Up next, <laughs> we get uh, Legion by Gaslight. And, um, <clears throat> of course, based on um, Gotham by Gaslight by uh, Brian Augustin and um, Mike oh. Mignola. Uh, although I find the the artwork in this actually I I find resembles um uh Kevin O'Neill more. <laughs> it really does, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. just the level of detail with it. Um Oh sorry, I did like a thousand pages, Al. You should uh, you should get these last couple. All right, whatever. Yeah. There so Legion by Gaslight. London's Whitechapel District, eighteen eighty eight. Fog and menace choke a midnight alleyway. A shadow lurches. Blue lamplighted glints off sharpened steel. These details persist from world to elseworld. Whatever frightened eyes meet the cold dead stare of. 
Jack the Ripper. Tom Payer, Tom Greinberg, Don Hudson, John Workman, Eva Greinberg, Peter Tomasi, Dan Rassler. And we see a guy holding a knife in his hand, walking up on a woman behind, in front of him. And he grabs her, and he's about to slit her wrist. And all of a sudden, big flash of light, and she walks away, runs away. And in Victorian garb, we have Telepath and Lobo and Docs and I'm assuming it's Phase. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Telepath, is this our quarry? Indeed, Inspector Docs. Presently, as our counting machines projected, self-christened Jack the Ripper. Dislikes prostitutes. Plan to surgically disembowel that poor young woman. True name? Victoria, Queen of England, to be precise, as Lobo rips off the disguise. Oh, splendid. A comely lass. And he picks her up and throws over his shoulder, brings her to the ship. Help the lady aboard, Mr. Lobo. Mr. Telepath, any prior brushes of the law? None, but tonight's crime was to commence a bloody, rather bloody campaign. Serial murders are unknown on Earth. Her activities might have forever confounded the local constabulary. But not Legion. Put her away, Mr. Lobo. And Lobo just throws her somewhere in the ship. Oh. And Madam Faze? Yes, Inspector. I should like you to dispatch a telegram canceling our contract with this planet. But why? We do have standards, Madam Faze. And these cases are entirely too easy. <laughs> It it does like th- this would have been just as easily uh, legion of uh, of extraordinary gentlemen. Totally perhaps that perhaps yes. that wasn't around yet though. So. No, this is ninety four. I mean, that's right. This is years before that. And I was gonna say about the the man from Lobo uh, Legion part. Yeah, that's very much an Austin Powers thing. Except this is like I just checked. Austin Powers is ninety seven. That's right. Yeah. So they were doing like an Austin Powers thing before they Austin Powers did. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of my favorite ones. This next one is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, when I was reading, I was like, wow, they really made it look like 50s Batman. And then I see who did the art. Exactly. And it is Dick Sprang. So, who had the yeah. best artist name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> comic story to porn. Comics porn. Well, it's the 50s. We literally have a porn industry. Yeah, <laughs> That's how it works. But we have uh, Real Doc uh, sitting in his uh, stately manor. <laughs> the computer tyrants murdered my parents, but I swore by their spirits that I would spend the rest of my life warring on all criminals. It's taken years to hold my body and mind to perfection. Now I'm ready, but first I must have a disguise. Criminals are a superstitious, cowardly lot, so my disguise must be able to strike terror into their hearts. I must play in their anxieties, invade their darkest regions of their unconscious minds. I must become a creature that all men fear. But what? And we see coming, something's flying in the moonlight towards the window, and in crashes in stealth. Uh, Excuse me. Sorry. And she runs out. Yes, that's it. I shall become... A woman. <laughs> <laughs> and thus began the legend of Woman Man with Girl, the Boy Wonder. Writer <laughs> <laughs> Tom Payne. And there is a whole image of Doc's in complete drag. It's wonderful and terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Writer yeah, Tom Payer, Penciler, Dick Sprang, Inker, Dave, Gibbon, Dave Gibbons. Wow. Letter Gaspar, colorist Gene D'Angelo, assistant editor P.J. Tomasi, editor Supremo Dan Raspler. I forget who it was. Was it? I think it might have been Tomasi on Twitter not too long ago shared these two pages. Oh, oh is that right? Yeah, it was like right before we did the annual. I'm like, oh, I'm like, is that the elite? Is that the Elseworlds annual? I'm like, good, we're gonna be reading this soon. Yeah, and a lot of people were confused why they like, why is Batman? Why is Bruce Wayne green? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, because Dick Sprang's art is so distinctive. And, oh, yes. Uh, and I mean, like this to me, like yeah, growing up as a kid reading that uh, Batman from the 40s to the 70s, like this was my Batman. <laughs> it was drawn by that dude. Big, big old square jaw. I remember he had like a three issue run in Detective Comics in like the early 90s where they had some kind of, like, comic story that was inside the actual story, and he drew, like, that story of, like, a demonic Batman. Yes. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, and and there's more. Oh, there's more. There's people. more. Yeah, we're not done. But what's it? It rejects. Or should I just keep going? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's the rejects. Yep. We can kind of, I guess, describe them to a certain point. <laughs> yeah. Elseworlds rejects. Unlikely as it may seem, not every Elseworlds idea is a masterpiece. Indeed, some are so unmasterpiece-like that we just don't print them. But then we get to thinking, what gives us the right to deny you, our pals, the very worst efforts along with the best, particularly when you might be willing to pay for them? So lift the veil of secrecy, part the folds of taste, peek, peek we now into the worlds within our wastebaskets. So we have some op- ideas, for instance, the savage sword of L-E-G-I-O-N, the barbarian. And it's basically <laughs> everyone in Conan style armor. <laughs> Strata looks amazing. Yeah, and, and we've got uh, stealth as Red Sonia. Yes. Yes. It's all great. And then the next one, Legion Dawn, and we see it looks like Doc, Stealth, Lobo, and Strata as Green Lanterns. He's dead. Then our work here is done. From this day forward, we must chart our own destiny as Legion, as they rip off their Green Lantern outfits to show their Legion ones. Yes, and there's uh, Dead Sinestro. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we have S-A-N-D-M-A-N-94, Lobo <laughs> as Sandman. And one yeah, of the penguins as Matthew the Raven. I love that. That's, uh, <laughs> that's it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we have Batman, Legion of the Dark Knight. And basically, it's everyone in Legion just as a Batman. And especially, I notice uh, the Masked Avenger makes a return at the bottom. Yes, that's right. And they all have variations of the Batman outfit, including Strad, who's not wearing, has the Batman pants and the cowl on, but she just has her own vest and just has a bat symbol taped to her chest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> And, of course, then we have a cover, Green Lantern, co-starring Green Legion. And how it's Hal Jordan and Vril Docs. You always have all the answers, Docs. Well, what's your answer to that? To that? My infant son, Laryl, is a junkie. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there he is doing smack with weird booties. <laughs> and his little, well, that, those are, that's what he wears. He wears those that's little true. Yeah. long, pointy booty things. God, <laughs> I love the next one. The sound of L-E-G-I-O-N. <laughs> but they're all dressed up like nuns, except for Tox is dressed like a Nazi. God. Yep. It's Lobo's the nuns, the best part. He actually looked like he's into it. Him and Garb look like the most into the thing. I know. Totally, Garb totally. Is really getting into it. <laughs> and is that simply the best? Is that first Stupid tablet. Is that supposed to be Borb, the green one in the, uh... Oh, no, no. yeah, I think it might be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. And then we have Orphans of Space. We see a very familiar Matrix-style rocket ship flying from a doomed planet. Rocketed from the doomed planet Krypton, the infant kal streaks toward Earth and towards his destiny. Until <laughs> Lobo, who's reading while he's flying, just drives right through it and destroys it. Uh, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> and Earth was never the same. <laughs> and then we have L-E-G-I-O-M Blue, as Garb is there dressed as a cop with his pants around his ankles. Freeze, you purse snatcher. Ah, fritter yourself, you fritter copper. And for anyone under the age of, like, 30, this was a take on NYPD. Yeah, Blue, totally, totally. Which we was... Can, we could see his ass. Dennis Franz showed his, Franz showed his ass on that show. Far, far too for, often. For a mediocre time, call Derek. No, was this here. <laughs> and I like the fridge with the note on it. Milk, bread, juice, pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, of course, uh, we have the newsboy, L-E-G-I-O-N. As Stealth, as what it looks like, a Stealth, Strata, and Lobo are dressed like newsboys. Oh, and Beck are dressed like newsboys with uh, Docs as the Guardian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, that makes sense. This was 94. Yeah. Look at the headlines. Yeah. The king yep. is dead. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, They even say by Jack under, yeah. the, uh, under the signature. And this was um, uh, Kieran Dwyer. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's neat. And I love that the, the, they're at the corner of Giffen and Kirby. Yes. Uh, it is really nice. Actually, so, sort of the the setup of it reminds me a lot of Burn at the time, too. Like the uh, sort of the real big sort of bold inks. Well, I mean, yeah. if, if if I'm remembering right, wasn't he like wasn't Burn his stepfather? Oh, that's right. It was Kieran Dwyer, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and for anyone interested, since it comes to the credits on the last page for these ones, Tom Pyre was the writer. <laughs> I like that's in, it's in quotes for all these little things. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Legion yeah. the Barbarian was by drawn by Val Semeckis and John Dell. Legion Dawn by M.D. Brighton and Romeo Tangal. Sandman was by Craig Hamilton and Tony Harris. Legion of the Dark Knight, Salvaludo and Mark McKenna. Green Lantern, Green Legion, M.D. Bright and Romeo Tangal. Doing a it's, remarkable Neil Adams impression. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I was right. Okay, I was right about Sam the Legion. Ted McKeever and yeah, Ted McKeever was the artist. <laughs> it had to be, didn't it? <laughs> yes. Orphan of Space was Evan Dorkin and John Dell. Oh. Uh, Legion Blue, Derek Alcoin and John Dell. And Newsboy Legion by Kieran Dwyer. Nice. Oh, that was mm-hmm. great. That was fun. That was a fun it issue. Was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. They knew how to take a theme and beat the crap out of it. Not just that, but I have to say, in all the things he wrote, Tom Payer was really good at, like, in all of them, I'm putting in, like, little subtle things about the era and the style yeah, and the totally. things that they're talking about, you know, te- making fun of the 60s and the sexism and the the, and the everything about the James Bond stuff, you know, and the, the 90210 stuff that just yeah, made them absolutely. passive and, and drove, shut their brains off. <laughs> Yeah. The other, uh, the other one, whatever one that was, I forget that already. Oh, the archive one. That whole oh, last yeah, yeah. page, you know, we must control their urges, and then that whole last page of, I, I'm sure the scientist who regretted everything once he was dying. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I thought the art homages were great. I mean, and uh, hey, who knew at the time? But uh, we were lucky to get. Uh, I really like Parabek with uh, Burchett. Oh yeah. I think they did something together in impact to where um where Burchett was inking him for a bit and uh it's a it's a great look i know yeah. Burchett did the uh he did i think it was um the um black hood is it the black hood i don't uh know. he might have done that one yeah 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 i think he might have um, um yeah, he wasn't on Jaguar. He wasn't on the Rocket Guy comet. Um, and obviously, Parabek was a fly. Yeah. Oh boy, was he. Um, yeah. Looks like. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, the Black Hood. Who was the artist? Rick Burchett was the artist. Yeah. Pencil and Black Hood. At least nice. one. Yeah, he and and I know that he and uh, like the two of them used to do a lot of like the Batman uh, animated books as well, and uh, it's great stuff. And yeah, sometimes they they work together, and I really like uh, what um, what uh, Burchett kind of he softens that line a little bit and uh, and brings out uh, a lot a lot of the ex- real expressiveness of uh, of what Parabek does. Uh, not that Parabek uh, inking himself was any slight, because um, no. that was that was great too. But uh, but it was just neat to see that sort of different look to it. But man, oh, that's some good stuff. It is indeed. So there we go. I think we're uh, we're we are wrapped. We yep. are wrapped. We are so, wrapped. Uh, so, folks, you can tell us your Elseworlds idea uh, by emailing us at. Um, you know, those things. Uh, Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. Uh, you can also talk about it on the Facebook uh, group, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. 
we're also we're also on the Twitter LOSP podcast and uh, and Al's Twitter, which is at Adam Thanos Pod. Send him stuff too. Yeah, he he likes stuff. He I like him. I do like stuff. stuff. Exactly. And um, in addition to all that stuff, you can head over to um, uh, to uh, the website legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, I'm going to say it is indeed a W-R-A-P. G-R-O-O-V-Y, baby. <laughs> L-A-K-X-N. Oh, that's easy. Relaxing. I think. <laughs> I think.